Are You There, God? It's us, Sid King and Becca Stevenson. Welcome to the Good Girls Gone Sad podcast, where we unpack our childhood drama and try to figure out why we are the way we are. We're here to answer the questions, what made you good and what makes you sad? Today's episode is the triumphant return of Vanessa Jackson, writer for Saturday Night Live, a Black Lady sketch show, and other things. She's a hilarious stand-up comedian as well, and a friend of the pod. You can listen to her first episode, Gone to Get Coffee for the eighth time this week, in season one. But today we are talking specifically about the WGA and SAG strikes. You can also find her pretty much any night of the week doing stand-up comedy in New York City, and you can find her specifically at Caveat on August 23rd at 7 p.m. at Fun in Moderation, which is, in fact, Sid's sketch group. She'll be opening for us. How exciting. All right. Anyway, welcome, Vanessa Jackson. Welcome back. Thank yes, you. Yes, welcome back. We're so excited to have you in an air-conditioned apartment. Yes. Um, and with new mics. This is this is really thrilling. It is. This is fun. It is fun. We're so happy to have you back. We... You were one of our earliest guests. I think you were like episode four or something. Mm -hmm. So you really like, we were working out the kinks, (laughs) trying to figure it all out. And here we are still trying to figure it all out. out. (laughs) But like having some things more figured out, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're excited to have you back. We've been like talking about how all of our season one guests now that we can like a little bit have our act together more we want to like <laughs> <laughs> bring people back and we were thinking about you specifically because we've been talking a lot about this strike because mm-hmm. Citizen SAG and a few people have asked us if we would like talk about certain good girl coded movies I think that we can right say now. the name Barbie we <laughs> okay. can say Barbie movie and just think that we're not gonna review I it just you know I'm really trying hard not to exactly scat. we are extremely anxious that's the worst part of the strike is being like i'm gonna accidentally like send a butt dial tweet or something that's like go see barbie i had fun yeah you never know you never know it could accidentally butt dial and i'm sure every single person is out there just looking at my content like is she gonna scam <laughs> <laughs> i know i know fran is out there looking <laughs> to see. over her morning coffee she's like what's that becca stevenson up to yeah but so we wanted to talk to you because you're a member of the WGA? Yes. Yeah. Are you in SAG as well? or w- No, okay. just WGA. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, this is exciting. I feel like I'm a neutral party here with <laughs> our WGA representative and our SAG representative. Solidarity. Solidarity. Yeah. Yes. We support the strike. Yes. <laughs> you want to represent the studios? Or? I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, we'll do like a whole thing. I forgot to tell you all I work at Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and so we wanted to have you on because we were curious if you could kind of like I know we're very in like industry news and things like that. And so we were curious if you could talk about it like from your perspective and how things have gone down and like what the writers specifically are like fighting for. So many people don't know Like people want to be supportive, but they're just like, what exactly is going on? Your signs are so, so funny. Congrats on that. But what is <laughs> going on? You know what I mean? Your yeah. signs are so, so funny. That is they funny are. because that's like. In the social media era, the number one thing that went viral first was like, look at all these adorable signs. <laughs> like, it was funny because the first day I went to pick it, a lot of them, like, you could just grab pre-made signs that other people, like, made or whatever. And um, you could kind of tell, like, the year that somebody got in the guild by, like, the references <laughs> that were on. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, there was a lot of, like, modern day, like, Jenna Ortega stuff. And then there was a lot of, like, this isn't 1984, like, the book. And it was just like, yeah. of course. Cool. Oh, so you read. Yeah, good <laughs> (laughs) for you you're literate we love that for you okay 
um, which was very, very fun. Wait, what was your initial question? What are we fighting for? Oh, yeah. I'm just like from your perspective. Yeah. Like what's gone down? That's how has it affected your mm-hmm. job? Oh, my like gosh. That. I don't even know. If, I'm just kidding. What if I was <laughs> like, could you guys tell me? Um, it, it's a it's a, a very interesting time, I think, because there's like a lot of things that uh, this kind of entails. I think the biggest thing that people are talking about and have heard is like streaming. Um, like streaming residuals so like the money that you get paid after like a show airs a lot of times for like networks and stuff like my show currently is like a network show and so like the residuals are good and they cover kind of the time that we're off during the summer but like I wrote for a black lady sketch show last summer and like a lot of those writers from the previous season haven't even gotten paid residuals for like their work on that show and like the residuals they do get paid are like not enough to live off of Mm -hmm. which I think sometimes people uh, forget like writers and actors and stuff are paid well but paid well per job and a lot of times especially like if you're not thinking about like a Brad Pitt or like a Ryan Murphy or Shonda Rhimes or something like that like you're literally getting paid for that show and then using that to like keep up with when you don't have a job you know what I mean like I think that's like the biggest thing and so if people don't have residuals then it's like oh maybe I got paid like I don't know. I've heard actors talk about like getting paid like 6,000 an episode, which is awesome if you do like a 10 episode series, but like where is that money if you don't get hired or don't work for like another year and a half or whatever after that show goes off. So that's like a big thing and then AI, which is coming for us all. Honestly, it's not even actors or writers or whatever. I think we're just it almost feels like we're just trying to like hold them off mm-hmm, <laughs> until yeah. because yeah, I don't even know how it's going to affect the industry, but uh, there's been a lot of talk especially on the writing side of like them wanting to like use AI to like write outlines and like write drafts and then just hiring writers and paying them like a small fee to like punch things up or like make sure that the structure makes sense and it's not just stealing like other ideas kind of a thing which Mm -hmm. again makes it less easy to like live off of being a writer so really there's like a lot of just issues at hand to like help people so people and, and I think I think of it a lot more of just like lower level writers and stuff because I think when we think about this and I kept joking with people I was like it's not going to help the cost to see like George Clooney being like pay us more <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's not so fun but um it is like really like working writers and like working actors and people who go from staff writer to staff writer position and like like I said not like a huge Ryan Murphy or something like that um, which I feel like his name has been getting thrown around a lot. Sorry, Ryan, but also <laughs> he's struggling, but it's fine. He's mm-hmm. fine. He can handle it. A little yeah. criticism. Yeah, he can handle a little bad PR. Yeah, <laughs> just a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I We've talked about chat DPT. So I work in advertising. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it a lot from like it's we're at this weird point where we're my agency is like very into tech. Yeah. And so we're like, well, we're not just going to say like we don't do AI like we need to understand it and see how it can help us but also like I don't think that it can do a copywriter's job like can it write banner ads probably but like can it write like actually engaging stuff that would be like getting people's attention I don't think so yeah I don't know but yeah it's been I I've like used chat GPT for like brainstorming help on Uh things but then, like, sometimes, I, so, like, Sid and I wrote a game using ChatGPT when we had um, Laura Sogar on, uh-huh. and it got a lot of questions wrong. So uh-huh. I was like, and Laura, thankfully, is, like, a rock star and was like, no, that's not true. <laughs> 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 that's not a correct answer. And there were, like, three questions that had wrong information. So I'm like, hmm, 
Yeah, that's Not. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also I've heard of people who have been like using it or whatever, just see like how are the jokes that it writes, and it just takes other people's jokes. Yeah, <laughs> like it just, yes, which is also so fascinating. So eventually they'll like work out those kinks, but until they do, we're still here, we're yeah. thriving. Yeah. Well, and to me, the thing that makes comedy and like. I don't know. I've been watching like Abbott Elementary and the jokes packed in there are just so random. Like it's not obvious jokes. Like I feel like you see some movies and it's like or shows or whatever. And you're like, those jokes are obvious. Like it was funny. I had a good time. But it's like when it's like you're like, who thought of that? Like I just have a hard time believing that a computer can replace just like the randomness of the human brain. But I don't know. I also don't want to believe that it can because yeah. it's creepy yeah <laughs> well like and from the sag side um people probably been hearing about like the body scans for background actors yeah. which so how did i get into sag i did a lot of background <laughs> i was a must join <laughs> i did like body doubling and um oh my gosh what's it standing in like whatever i did like all the behind the scenes stuff i'm utterly unfamous which is so fun but i like was working like three four times a week which yeah. theoretically was like 50 60 hours like I should be able to make a living wage off of that. And I like paid my dues, joined. Um, I worked enough hours to make healthcare, but only half of the like money you needed. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's how bad background gets paid. Could you explain how that works? Because I saw uh, like a tweet or an ex. Is Mm -hmm. that what it is now? Oh, (laughs) I saw. (laughs) I thought you meant like an ex boyfriend. I was like, like like the new rebrand. Um, I saw a tweet that was talking about the like salary requirement and I was shocked by that and yeah. like how few people can actually like meet it with yes. their SAG so hours. You have to make $26,000 annually um, to make SAG healthcare, which is they have to be SAG or AFTRA dollars because SAG AFTRA is one union, but they used to be separate. So the pension credits are separate. It's so confusing uh-huh. and it feels intentionally confusing to keep us confused. I don't know, um, but basically there's another way to make health insurance and that is working 120 days, um, SAG days, but like that counts hours. So even if you're working technically like three days a week, a lot of times you're working 12, 15 hours. So those like after eight hours that rolls over to a new day. Yeah. So, um, and typically days on set are exactly that long. They're normally like 15 and a half hours cause I have to pay you golden time after 16 hours, which, um, they don't ever want to do golden time is when you make a whole day's wage in an hour i'm sorry golden time is a way better word than overtime and everybody i know right okay well because overtime overtime does kick in after 10 hours okay and then there's golden time which is after overtime so it's like super overtime yeah but fun fact the show that you know we have worked on um is an old like grandfathered in after contract Uh so we make a flat rate we don't make any overtime even Uh though i've been on pre-tapes for like almost like 17 18 hours before those days go so long they go so long oh my gosh and they're like oh we actually can't get the talent we can't get the host here until um 3 a.m is that gonna fly for everybody oh my gosh i've been on some of those shoots yeah i'm like oh my gosh i'm tired (laughs) (sighs) i'm normally in heels too yeah i mean i'm not gonna like and at least we're like dancing 
So yeah. it's like the energy's up. But anyway, I'm absolutely not complaining. I love being on set. It's so cool. No, and I'm really not complaining. It's so cool. But I mean, but I think it's helpful to know that it's like an exhausting yes, day. Yeah. And and then you can't like really make a living wage off of just being exhausted all the time. Yeah. Which you yeah. should be so able to. in six months, I made eleven thousand dollars, but I worked over one hundred and twenty days. So that averages out to like ninety seven dollars a day. Yeah. Which is like fine but I couldn't like make a living wage off of that so I was so excited to join the union be able to make like SAG money because if you're non-union you make way way less yeah um join the union I was working enough um and then I was like great like my health care is no longer tied to an employer like I can do this more but then I had to go back and get another freelance job because I wasn't making enough doing it anyway and then I lost my health insurance because I couldn't work enough hours so Mm -hmm. that is what me personally that's just a little bit of my story but um also on the SAG side, yeah, it's just an 86% of SAG members do not make health insurance. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. 86%. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's one of those lot. things, too, that's interesting to me that, like, like what you were saying, like, most people aren't making, like, George Clooney money. Yeah. And it's, like, you could be famous. People Like, everyone could recognize you every time you walk down the street, but you're, like, not making a living wage and you know have yeah. to like support with cameo and stuff like that no it's true Which i mean cameo got a waiver did you see that no did they really yeah cameo got a sag waiver that's <laughs> so Wait, that's funny. actually really smart though yeah and it's like well it got a sag waiver which means if you do cameo the those dollars go towards your health care wow mm-hmm. that's good okay. yeah because it's like self-made content Carrie yeah, so anyway, would be thrilled everybody go everybody go buy a cameo from go your favorite cameo. um yeah. actor on strike actor yeah. or writer on strike yeah <laughs> from your favorite actor that's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah that is true i didn't think about that but that is why that whole thing went viral with that guy like a couple years ago from the cosby show when he was working at like trader joe's and i was like people gotta do what people gotta do i don't think people realize that money can like run out pretty you know Mm -hmm. fast for a lot of people especially if you're like not i think also people think it's like always an upward trajectory and it's like it's not no at Mm -hmm. all all the time i've worked with people who are like writing on a show and then they don't get hired for like another year and a half or they're still looking for stuff. So yeah, not everybody is like, it is, it's, I think people don't realize like how small it is of like people who are working actors and who can like, you know, kick back and live comfortably during these times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so then like with no residuals, which used to help a lot, that is a huge huge issue. I mean, we've probably all seen the TikToks of like zero, 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 zero. Yeah. Even the residuals that I get, I even I've seen the zero, 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 like this is how many YouTube streams this sketch got or like whatever. Yeah. And zero, zero. Like why even send the letter? Why send the letter with all of the um, item lines that are zero and then like the two that are like $12? Yeah. But um, anyway. I shouldn't say sketch. I've, I'll stop talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I don't want anybody to. I mean, I guess it's true. I don't know. Yeah. No, See, it is. I'm so it's, nervous. A, it's more an industry thing than yes. like a. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just happens to be where my like. Yeah. It's not. It's not singled it out. But that just That's happens to be where my like residuals come from. I will say. My, and I don't know if this will get me. My own gripe with uh, like industry wide too is I feel like a lot of like bigger actors are hopping on that trend of being like, here's my 34 cent residual check. And it's like. Okay, but but your you Lomcom ad, yeah, I was like, but you didn't show the million dollar one you made from eighteen episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Like, yeah. come on now, just save this for the people who are really just getting thirty four yeah. cent residual checks and living off of them. But I do think it is important that they're like 
it doesn't matter who you are. Like everybody only gets this much, which is great. Like, and they don't, they're not paying famous people more, but sometimes I'm like, you are supplementing, you are famous. You are doing Skechers ads every yes, day. Yeah. You're walking up you and down in Skechers. banking on that check. Yes. Come well, on. Yeah, I yeah. think that's sometimes the different where I'm like, all right. Yeah. yeah. I vividly remember hearing how much Alec Baldwin made just for doing the cold open oh, yeah. at SNL. And I, it was my starting salary in New York City. <laughs> and people talked per episode, per episode, per uh, like five minutes yeah. of an episode. And everybody like talked about like how he like took less because he just really wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is so upsetting. That's how much I made in a year. That's pre-tax. so. <laughs> My favorite thing that any celebrity's ever said is John Stamos when like the pandemic was happening and somebody, maybe it was like Andy Cohen, somebody on some interview asked him like, oh, how are you like doing at this time? And he was like, can we all just stop talking to big celebrities? Cause like, we're fine. <laughs> like, that is like, so Thank real. Thank you for being real, John. Thank yeah. you for being real. Thanks, John. Yeah. I do. Like, I don't know. I feel like I've always kind of wanted to be famous but as I get older I'm like I don't want to be delusional and you just <laughs> you can't like if you're really rich and really famous you just can't be like can't rooted in reality there is a certain level of fame I've realized where it's like you just there's no such thing as ground especially people who like are famous like very young and stay famous mm-hmm. where I'm like Thank the Lord Justin Bieber changed his ways. But I was like, can you blame the kid? I mean, he had just like unlimited money at like 13 and a half. Like the kid, there's no sense of like reality. My favorite thing Justin Bieber's ever done since we're naming favorite things. I'm personally (laughs) the celebrities I've done. He did this one post one time. It was like such a long post. It was like a picture of a sheep and I forget who he's talking. He's apologizing for something he did. And it was so long and there were so many grammatical errors and there were so many like missing punctuation and words misspelled and he just wrote at the end sorry the grammar is bad i didn't go to school <laughs> <laughs> that's so I was funny like, he's a real one for that he's a real one i respect that Sid and Wait, i have sorry. actually talked you, s- you oh. said it was a picture of a sheep it was like a picture of a sheep i'll have to find it okay okay yeah. sorry. Please, please I just remember speci- it was so specific i just like couldn't i couldn't let the sheep yeah. thing go yeah you're like what <laughs> they do s- i feel like people say and like i don't know if this is an official thing or just like a thing people say on the internet but people say like the age at which you become famous is like your maturity forever which is actually kind of funny when you think about like mary kate nashley because yeah. it's like six months <laughs> like, oh yeah they're still like sure. google gaga yes, <laughs> yeah 100 yeah. yeah but we were talking about oh, taylor swift gonna have to put money in the taylor swift jar mm-hmm. um how like some of her like literary references and like i will remind the listeners i love taylor swift this is not a knock on her but i like some of her literary re- references it's like Okay, go off ninth grade English. <laughs> so you read The Great Gatsby. So you read The Scarlet Letter. That's like. amazing. No, I do think that about her a lot, too. Yeah. Which I, she clearly has read more. Because yes. now she makes references that I don't get. And I'm like, <laughs> did she read it or did she Google it? Who's yes. to say? Machiavellian feels Jack Antonoff, though. I feel like that was a Jack Antonoff mm. line. Yeah, that, that's yes. true. Did he finish high school? 100%. Did no, he go to college? It's very true. I do think that a lot with some celebrities, too, because a lot of them are genius and, like, very specific specific ways where you're mm-hmm. like she's an incredible like businesswoman and like music maker or whatever and like lyricist and then you sometimes hear certain people talk about certain things and you go oh there's a there's a huge chunk missing <laughs> yeah there's, there's a lot that we mm-hmm. have yet to uncover yeah it's <laughs> like you didn't take pre-calculus and yes it's showing. <laughs> and it's showing <laughs> exactly like 100 percent. so i get those vibes from her on occasion i'm like oh, okay yeah 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 
I would have liked to not struggle through physics. So good (laughs) for Taylor. Exactly. Good for Taylor. More power to you, girlfriend. (laughs) More power to you. So true. Um, Well, the last time we had you on this podcast, we talked a lot about like people pleasing and um, like never wanting to say no to things. And that was something we really talked about in terms of like whenever you had free time, it was like you always were like scheduling coffees with people and you were trying to start to say like no I can't do that because I need some time so we were curious with some more free time like obviously you're still doing stand-up and things like that but like with more free time during the day like how is that going for you that's a good question um I good and bad like there's a part of me that's like sort of really productive and there's also part of me that's like sort of not at all really productive and like fighting the urge to just fill my time with a ton of things um has been hard so i'm trying to like i think my my instant reaction is always to be like use this time to the best of your ability because when the floodgates open up you're gonna need this and you're gonna need that and you're gonna need to send this kind of a thing Mm -hmm. so i'm like trying to fight that but also i think just in this industry this is something i'm working against now is like there's such a scarcity mentality and such a like idea of like okay but it's like i said it's not a straight train upwards but how do you like balance that whole idea of like uh, like still working towards things while also giving yourself a break and realizing like okay you can also take your foot off the gas a little bit in some ways i don't know it's always a balance yeah. so yes and no i'm learning <laughs> yeah i'm still it's, learning i mean Sid and i talk about this all the time like just wanting to like fill fill up your time and feel productive or social or whatever it is like all the time and then you hit a wall and you're like oh i'm burned out <laughs> like yeah. that's what this is 100 percent good girls definitely like feel the need to have a million extracurriculars and like yes we're not good with free time we're not good with boredom because boredom no. boredom kind of like feels like a failure yes yeah <gasps> that's yeah oh that's good well you know <laughs> you know that's why really probably because i don't know about your parents but when i was growing up i'd be like i'm bored and my mom would be like or my dad or whoever would be like, well, you shouldn't be bored, so you should read <laughs> or you should go for a walk or you should ride your bike. Like, don't say that you're bored. Yes. Was it? What is the saying? Like, interesting people are never bored or something like that? Oh. I feel like people would like say that thing. to me. Like, you can't, well, interesting people are never bored. That's so, that's so intense <laughs> to hear so as a child. I'm not interesting, mom. Yeah. Literally, my biggest fear growing up was like not being the most interesting person or like being the least interesting person in the room. Yeah, that's mm. so fascinating. Yeah, my mom is a big activities person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that has like affected me in a weird way not in the bad way at all but I think because when I look back at my childhood explaining it to somebody else I was like oh yeah we used to do like rock climbing walls and like roller skating and like just like activities like truly it was like oh if you're not doing anything it was like oh here's this like math workbook that you can work out problems in or like here's this like game or whatever there was always something to be done or to do and I think now that's what I like coast on too is I'm like well there's always something that you could be doing right Mm -hmm. it's very weird I do have a problem like sitting still yeah yeah as many good girls do if you have like a dream (laughs) hobby you could pick up during this time what's it going to be or have you picked one up no okay here's what I want to do here's what I want to do in my soul is I want to become a pottery person (gasps) yes I I don't know why we (laughs) I've been talking about pottery with a lot of people I feel like this is like a collective interest right now there's a pottery studio a couple blocks from here that has classes and i have been trying to convince michael my husband to do it because i think he would really like it yeah he loves an activity and also likes art yeah i think it would be cool 
I think I need to do that. I need to pick up like some sort of hobby that I can do a couple times so that I don't feel crazy if I just like sit there or just veg mm-hmm. out for a minute. I think it's the idea like you can't be on your phone. You're touching clay. Like it's so tactile. Yeah. You yes. literally can't be on your phone and then you get something at the end. Yes. Yeah. I think 100% you have to like physically engage with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very results oriented. And yeah. then like even and if you're pretty okay, you can use the thing you made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. It could I can't actually speak work. for anybody. Or just but put it somewhere. You know, yeah, just put the, it somewhere. Yeah. Just, you know, so the true. sad thing is the thought. Of <laughs> I've had the thought while getting a manicure of uh-huh. like, it's actually nice that I can't look at my phone. Mm. Like, I'll try to like remind. I'll be. I'll like put my phone down and like try not to look at it yeah. and like not listen to a podcast or anything. I'm like, yeah. let's just be in this moment. And then I end up just like staring at my nails. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so if you I think I don't have a phone addiction and then I'll go do something simple like go to a movie and I'm like I have to text seven people that I'm not going to be available so that they know and <laughs> yeah. it's so weird or your brain is like who's texting me right now somebody's texting me and it's mm-hmm. always no one but you're like somebody it's mm-hmm. so weird when you're on a plane and like the plane it's not delta <laughs> yeah you can't text yeah yeah 100 percent but it's, it's kind of nice yeah well, I, used to, I used to have a big problem with that when the season was on or like when i was doing a lot of like work because i was like i'm going to miss an opportunity if i'm not completely glued to my phone i yes. like got an apple watch just for that that was not good that was not healthy <laughs> <laughs> you're like actually maybe there's a problem maybe there's a problem so i'm like oh you know the strike means i can be off my phone i'm like that's such bullshit but yes. <laughs> you know but it's kind of like nice yeah doing stand-up comedy is that Same way, way though, yeah. too because you get texted a lot for spots or like and you like have to be on instagram yes yeah you're like i gotta be on my instagram i gotta be like mm-hmm. it's so and it is true because like you won't text somebody back for like 10 minutes and they're like sorry i found seven other people who can do yeah. the spot sorry jerry like, seinfeld was available yes <laughs> yeah. yeah and you're like hey, i can do it i'll be there it's so <laughs> weird it's so funny yeah yeah we have talked about stand-up being hard for people who can't say no because it's like like Sid was saying, like sometimes it's like really far away and it's really late and it's maybe not like the safest thing for like a girl to go out by herself at that time of night or whatever it yeah. is. And like then you don't want to get an Uber and spend sixty dollars when you made zero. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is ten dollars in tips. Yeah. Yes, the logistics of standups are hard for people who don't want to say no, and also for people pleasers. Those mm-hmm. have been my two sides that have been strengthening me. Oh my gosh, it is the worst thing in the world. Because number one, you can say yes to everything, but then when you say yes to everything, it's impossible not to be able to balance it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I actually am not able to make this thing because of this thing. And like, oh my gosh, I have nightmares. It gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. It's the worst. You well, need an intern. Yes, yeah, I know, truly. If anybody wants to be Vanessa's intern, yeah. let us know. <laughs> I'm or <okay>. ours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all available. We probably well, can't pay you because we make about seven <laughs> yeah. cents a day. But <laughs> no, we make two dollars a day. That's true. And sometimes when episodes come out, we make seven dollars a day. Yes, yeah, sometimes. That's yeah. huge. It's something. Yeah. yeah. It is something. It is something. Yeah. That's actually so true. One time we had $14 in the creator fund in one day. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Are we <laughs> literally, where's our where's our deal? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Zag. Yeah. Whatever jobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm right here. I'm right Hi. here. Yeah. Get Becca and Zag. Perfect time to join. I would love to join. Yeah. The joining I love r- walking. I would <laughs> love to go on a strike. Because you can I love go, walking. Come pick it. Yeah. You can pick it either I way. I should walking. come pick it. I have two shirts. I'll put on my hope. They keep giving us shirts. <laughs> Truly. They love a shirt. How many shirts do you have? I only have one okay. and it doesn't fit. Is so it the that's gray fun. one with the red writing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first day and she goes, I only have extra small. Will that fit you? And I said, absolutely not, but I'll take <laughs> I'll it. Take it. <laughs> I took it and it's in my apartment. <laughs> um, I think what it was so bleak about the first time I went to go pick it because unfortunately like um, now I have a little more extra time off, but before I didn't really have time off during the days. Yeah. Um, 
is seeing like how many times the writer's shirts had been washed. The first time I went to go pick it, I was like, the, the writing is like barely visible. Yeah. They have holes in them. And I'm like, oh, it no, is, that's bleak. That's yes. bleak. 100%. It's so true. We are, we are struggling and out there. And it's hot. I mean, yeah. they, we were going to pick it this morning, but they canceled yes. it because of the heat. Oh, my gosh. The heat has been insane. insane. Everything this summer. It's, it's so true. crazy. Yeah. It's been a weird summer. It's, it has been a weird summer. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Um, so I guess in regards to people pleasing, do you feel like you've come further since the last time we spoke? Oh like my a year gosh. ago, like any tips and or tricks? Uh, no. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> you just go to coffees all the time. <laughs> I'm just well, the, that I've gotten actually better on. That's okay. Good. I've gotten that better on. That was your goal. Yes, you did it. it was. Yes, 100. And I think the people pleasing aspect for me has made me better because I'm like, okay, I don't want to do things if I'm not gonna be like happy or have a good attitude or like mm. you know what I mean because I've done that with people where like they agree to an informational and they're just the whole time like checking their watch and being like. Okay, cool. Let's be done with this. So I'm like, I never, so I'm good at that now. And also I'm better at being like, if you have questions, you can email me or things like that. I'm very, the people pleasing on the stand up side truly is even just this, this morning I had, uh, I have a conflict with like a show tomorrow that I had to end up like d- telling somebody that I couldn't make. And it was like, you know, those worst case scenarios where you're like, what's the worst that could happen? And then it's like the worst where they're like, Okay, well, well, and you're just like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And then my brain always goes to like the, well, then I'm I'm never gonna be a comedian, and then the spots are gonna stop, and it's gonna end, and I'm just mm-hmm. gonna be sitting there wishing that I had gone to that. And you're like, you just have to take your brain out of that aspect. I had to literally call my mom as I read their messages to be like, can you just tell me I'm not a bad person? <laughs> and like, yeah. yeah, it's so so that part I feel like two steps forward, a million steps back. But uh, it also has helped me learn, like, where I have to say no and how I can be like, okay, next time just check, double check, like, what your time commitments are and, like, when you're able to be here and there. And so I've gotten better and I've gotten also not better. Mm-hmm. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. It is kind of an interesting thing of, like, producing a show and being on the, like, like booking and being booked yeah because i feel like we've had so many people have to cancel for various reasons and <laughs> our like last show we had three people cancel like we had every single comic cancel yeah <laughs> no. or be late yeah oh and then we, we actually like had like an insanely stacked lineup and we were like nervous to oh, publicize that because yeah. we were like these people are gonna cancel yeah. like we were like someone will cancel we did not think everyone was gonna cancel uh-huh. but we thought like one or two people might so then the day of it was like we had one of our friends or two of our friends yeah. just hop on the lineup and it was such a good show. Like oh, it went so awesome. Well. So that being said, it's like we thought that this was this huge disaster. Like this person we really wanted on the show couldn't come. And then it ended up being like totally fine. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes that helps me if you're like on the other side and you're like, yes. I'm not ruining their life. Like this is a momentary setback. That's very helpful. Yeah. And off camera or off mic, I will ask you how they cancel because that's always my. I'm always like, how do other people cancel? Because I I just want to know like mm-hmm. for my own benefit. Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing? Am I like setting up? But it all is, three did it in separate ways. Yeah. So right. All say, three yeah. of them. Okay, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> off mic, we'll chat about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But it is an interesting thing too. Whenever I see shows where it's like a big lineup, I'm like. It, and it all be in those chats too where it's like all of a sudden they're like okay shows at 7 15 and you get a flood of like can i go first i have to go last mm-hmm. can i go in the middle i can only do this i have a heart out at 8 15 and you're like oh my gosh so yeah. sometimes it is funny whenever comics book where it's like it's a great stack lineup and i'm like that's gonna be 
hell to produce. I feel mm-hmm. it in my bones. I've seen it, and I've been on those shows where I'm like, this is going to be the most complicated thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Tetris. But it does. I do tell myself, like, it goes fine. Usually I'll be rebooked if I have to cancel, and, like, people usually understand. Because also you're, you're not, hilarious. Oh, yeah. thank you. Bless like, you. it's like. Oh, it's like, oh, if we can't get Vanessa this time, it's like, we want Vanessa next time. Yeah. Like, we want Vanessa, you know. That's helpful. I have to remind fun. myself of that sometimes, too. As long as you're not being a jerk about it and, like, you yeah. give people as much notice as you possibly yeah. can. And, like, all if I can, I'll, like, recommend people and be like, I'm so sorry. It's the worst. But it is. People, I've learned now, people do accept it as long as you're, like, there's the occasional person who makes it just really complicated where mm-hmm. you're, like, really right now please stop mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. let it be i think that's actually like sometimes the best thing that can happen to you is the worst case scenario so you know that like when it happens you don't die we yeah. had a situation this week that like the worst case scenario somebody reached out about an episode they were upset about and i was like this is the worst thing i could imagine happening and then we like worked through it and it's okay now but sometimes like even outside of stand-up even like outside of somebody saying no like you um theorize so much yeah. Mm-hmm. about how it how it's going to go down when the worst thing ever happens yes and then it does and you're like oh that time is, marches mm-hmm. on 100 percent. that is something that i'm learning too of like you will get rebooked it will happen you have to look at it less as like a failure as a human and like oh no this is a and more is just like okay a learning curve for yourself for the next time mm-hmm. and like accept it move on the people who know you know that you're like a good person that you try and if other people don't mm-hmm. and usually yeah it's people who you're like people will get it eventually they'll understand but that is a true good lesson that i've been learning too is like when the worst happens you do kind of go okay mm-hmm. I, I made it through that and mm-hmm. like for better or for worse I think it's just and you guys might feel this too as fellow good girls that idea that somebody out there in the world hates you or oh has a God. bad story to tell about you <gasps> dri- it, that that's honestly the thing that drives me it's not even the like canceling or the whatever it's the like fear that somebody is gonna be able to talk bad about you and the truth is they can and they will mm-hmm. and yeah. that's just you have to accept that and I haven't gotten to a point where I'd accept that I'm like that person doesn't like me do they and you're like maybe they don't and that's that's okay you know I'm only human <laughs> yeah it's true yeah the fear of somebody having a bad story to tell about you though that that's is your so glossary and so real yes yeah, yeah that's 100%. your glossary entry. I think about that a lot <laughs> yes. especially like things from high school that I'm like uh-huh. I think that I was like not nice in that situation or like whatever it is oh, like yeah. I I would see me like on tiktok and be like i hate her you know yes. like and i'm i like imagine that happening and i'm like it makes me feel so guilty and i'm like there's literally nothing i can do yes if people have negative thoughts from when i was 16 i'm really sorry yeah. <laughs> you know like that's that 100 percent. so and i have to remind myself it does not affect you at yeah. all it genuinely has nothing to do with your life if mm-hmm. people don't like you it sucks it's a bummer but it's like in the long run as long as you don't like burn a bridge with somebody who's like even somebody it's like it life will go on yeah yeah i think it's also i mean getting older it's literally inevitable like it feels so contained when you're young and like when you're in high school you're like oh you only have to worry about like these groups of people but like if your life is expansive so are your experiences and like you want to live a full life so if it's going to happen it's going to happen yes yeah that's very true and i think too like when you really step out of it and look at a situation like there are well, let's say at my old job, there were people I didn't love. Yeah. You know, but I could work with them and like I could talk to them and it was fine. But like if you'd been like, oh, do you like so and so? I'd be like, eh, not really. She's not my favorite. But like 
it's fine. Yeah. And so it's helpful sometimes to step out of yourself and be like, even if that person doesn't like me yeah. or I'm not their favorite person or they do think I'm annoying, which is my fear. Yeah. I'm like, at the, it's fine. Yeah. Like, they're still going to be fine. And if they're not, that's kind of a them problem. Yes. So. That's very true. And if anybody's like. I have like, a lot of them problems. Yeah. Like, I have a lot <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? It's like, oh, that's a them problem. Like, put it on them. I, that's me. Sometimes, like, yeah. I have them problems with other people that truly they need to, they need to move on with their life they need to not care and leave it to me yes to worry <laughs> and about i will care and good for them good yeah for them on moving on but <laughs> it is a them problem that's so yeah. true i i do a lot of like i actually literally yesterday said something to somebody like i just like was really frazzled and i like said something about like michael like didn't remember their name uh-huh. and i like said that to them and michael was like why would you say that to them and i was like i don't know like it literally just came out of my mouth yeah and i thought it was funny and then as i was saying it i was like this is a weird thing to say and then he was like yeah i really didn't appreciate that and like made me look really bad and i was like oh yeah and then like i'm still anxious about it and like 30 minutes later he was like I'm fine. Like, <laughs> why are you worrying about this? It's fine. Like, yeah. it was literally just like a blip that I wasn't happy about. And now I've moved on and I'm like, well, not me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I need to remember that sometimes. That like, it's, I'm the one who's like ruminating in this. Other people are probably over it. 100%. It will stay up and haunt you for years. And mm-hmm. other people are like, wait, what happened? And yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you don't remember that specific thing I yes. said 17 years ago? It yeah. just guides me, but. Yeah. Yes. No. Beautiful. Well, well, that was like therapy. That I was know fun. it was. <laughs> I love that. It was. Um, good girl glossary. Good girl glossary. Do you have anything to add? I do think we should add um, being, what was it? Being afraid somebody hates you. Yeah. Knowing. Uh, being afraid somebody has a bad a story, story to tell about, about yeah. 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 Actually, that's kind of. It's specifically it's good specifically girl. It's specifically the story part of it too. Because if yes. someone doesn't like you, I'm like, maybe it's my personality. Maybe it's this. But if they're like, she pushed me to the ground and kicked me in the stomach. Yeah. That's. Cold hard proof. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. It's like, I don't care in theory if somebody just like, oh, she's like too happy or too positive, whatever. But if they're like, let me tell you about Vanessa. I'm like, oh no. And they do have a story. Yeah. (laughs) I'm also obsessed with too happy and too positive. Yes. Because I was literally thinking like, why would anyone not like Vanessa? And so the fact that you're like, it's because I'm so happy. It's like, uh uh-huh. It is a thing (laughs) that really grates people. Yeah. Can can I say like, I feel like in the industry, Uh the experience I've had, um, um, being happy and positive, people are like, can you stop? It's six in the morning. Da, da, da. And it's like, uh, people see it as like a bad trait. No, it w- it literally is a bad trait. Like a brown noser or something. Yes. It or they think you're not badly. funny. If you're like happy and positive, people think you're not funny. Yeah, not cool I had to, to research funny. it because I got a lot of things uh, just in this industry. It's really true. Where like people, you are like psychologically viewed as like more naive or like you don't mm. understand things if you're super happy and positive. And I do think there's a thing specifically in comedy where people are like, and I used to get this when I started comedy too, where it's like, you'll be really fun when like you go there and get edgy and I think people when you're like happy and positive they're like well you don't really see the world and like Mm -hmm. how is it going and so I do think that people are like I do get that a lot where they're like but like are you happy really and like what's really going on it's a fascinating thing they think it's they think it's a front because you're happy and they feel like they can't be yes yeah they think it's a front or like there's something actually going on or like you're just stupid because the rest of us really know what's up (laughs) and I'm like so yes there are people who dislike me because they're like She's too, she's too happy. And I, yeah. I'll take that. But there that's are people who have stories. That's a good reason to be disliked. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I can't mm-hmm. imagine anyone not liking you, for yeah. the record. But 
That's if you have to be like, there's a thing I can pinpoint. That's a good one to pinpoint. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm like, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like if people are like, you know, prejudging you, then your work speaks for itself. Yeah. And you're like, well, did you see all the people laughing? Yeah. Like, did you see my sketch went viral? That's like, true. Yeah. You can that's really point true. to the proof and be like, so your your take was dumb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's also true. That's a fact. That's good. Yes. Okay. So we should enter it to the glossary. Yes. yes. Um, I would say that's my entry. Being afraid someone has a bad story about you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Being, being afraid, afraid somebody has a bad, bad story about, about you. you. You want to give another try? Oh yes. Yeah, I didn't know we were going <laughs> to say the same I know. Time. I saw. Um, I was like, um, I didn't know if it was just you did too. Like, okay. nod, like <laughs> Yeah. I was like, you, you should. Had, I was like, how you did you not know <laughs> from telepathy? No, I love yeah, it. I was counting us down, uh, Jenna okay. style. I love this. Okay, now I'm ready. It's Jenna and Chris, right? Yes, Is yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love that. I never get over people laughing so hard at, we'll cut this out. <laughs> never people <laughs> laughing so hard at Chris going, what a three! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back up for context. Uh, <laughs> I can get the live studio audience to like laugh, like basically get them pre-laughing before um, they count down and like we go live. We, <laughs> I've been in the cold open twice. No, but still. Um, but before we go live, he goes, he counts down, he's like, Ten, nine, eight, and he goes five, and he goes three, <laughs> and then it's, it gets people to laugh every time, and he's been doing it for like fifteen years or whatever, and it works every time. That so gives great. me like any question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, so Energy. good. That's funny. It basically is that number goes. <laughs> <laughs> because normally like the first line of a sketch is not the funny thing so yes. like you kind of need energy right off the top oh yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah yeah i mean me as a season we got sketch it. artist we got it. So funny. <laughs> um anyway okay so i'll count you back down okay, okay. three two one being, being afraid, afraid somebody has a bad story about, about you, you. We did it. It's officially Ooh. entered in the glossary. Yeah. It's your first entry. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. We're so happy. It's a really Love good it. one. Um, it is a really good one. And it's uh, like so real. And it's like got me in my head right now. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I'm like thinking Note about all the self. bad stories that people have about me. I was like, I love ending an episode with a pit in my stomach. It is, I know. <laughs> I did see a TikTok about that recently. One of those like corny motivational ones where it's like, you can't control the story that somebody has about you in their head because you play a different role in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I think mm-hmm. about a lot. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's probably a cycle of we're all feeling bad about each other, be feeling mad, feeling guilty. Yes. yes. Can I add an emergency entry to the glossary? Yes, of course. Yes. Um, when you go into a store and you have things from another store, but you didn't ask for a bag and you have to go, I, I got this. I got this somewhere else. Oh you walk gosh. in and you yes. go, I bought this somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. I literally had to just do that with hangers because I had to go buy hangers for my friend uh-huh. where I was helping her move. And they only had so many at Walgreens, so we ended up going to Home Depot. And I walked in with hangers, and I went, I, bu- I bought these at Walgreens. I bought these at Walgreens. <laughs> and um, saying you bought something from another store is so good, girl coder. That is 100% true. Yeah. Or it's yeah. even, like, when you have, like, a water at the airport, yes. and then you, like, walk into a store that also sells water, and you're like, this is a water I brought here. Yes, 100%. So I would be chewing gum and be like, I actually brought this gum. The piece yes. in my mouth, I brought this gum. <laughs> yes, 100%. Or Check the tapes. I have, like, a backpack on or something just to, like, let people know. I didn't – I'm not stealing anything, not even stealing though I have a large <laughs> bag with me it's yes. so weird yes um so i'd like to add that to the glossary love saying, it love that i bought this somewhere else I, i'm not stealing <laughs> okay. or just actively saying i'm not stealing well wait that's yeah. one of your my favorite sketches of yours 
Um, oh, Amazon, Amazon Go. Amazon yeah. Go. That's very true. Oh, yeah. It's very much, it's I very similar. That. Yeah. Know that we can all relate. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it's probably not what the point of that was. No, but, but I love I, that like, for us. I felt that. I felt that in my um, I bones. It. Everybody go watch Amazon Go on YouTube. Or yeah. a way that, how do you, where do you get residuals from? Not from YouTube streams? Where can we get oh, residuals? <laughs> they can watch it on YouTube. Okay, you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> Actually, go to season 48. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can go buy the DVD. <laughs> yes, buy it. Buy the DVD. Zoe Kravitz episode. Yes, Zoe Kravitz. And, um, or you can buy it on iTunes. Yeah. You get residuals <laughs> from purchases on iTunes. Go buy the I episode. I don't know. That's so funny. Buy it on iTunes. Is anyone still buying yeah, stuff on iTunes? Yeah, long live iTunes. Yeah. I'm about to. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I actually recently was um, listening to a podcast that I normally skip through the ads. Uh-huh. But then, like, I'm like... I was listening to it and I was like, you know, I really like this podcast. I should just leave the ads running so they give me. <laughs> that's like, so funny. Yeah. I don't even know if that's how it works. Yeah, but I think I'm it like, is. either. I'm like, if I skip through, what's happening? If from what from what I understand on YouTube, you have to watch the ads. Basically, if the ad comes from like an external thing, um, then they are getting paid per listen. But if you if it's a host read ad, like organically within the episode, they get a, an upfront fee. Oh god! From it. what I understand, which is those are the not worst. Very much. Oh yeah, I don't understand very much. There is on YouTube. There's like a. It's like there's like a threshold. That's why a lot of the um like pre roll on YouTube is six seconds because that's like the threshold that people will watch. Oh, mm, got yeah. it. Oh yeah, you would know. Yeah, insider info. Insider there info. We advertise. I'm, I'm not stealing. stealing. I, got I got this at another store. store. Bum, <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Okay. That was really important to me. Yeah. <laughs> to add. I love that that was an emergency edition. Yes. It was. I respect it. Okay, yeah. last but certainly not least, we have a silly little game for you. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love silly little games. Um, Sid, would you like to say the name? Yeah, the name is Another Day, Another Lack of Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Thank you. I've been saving it for an Instagram caption, so everybody please still like the Instagram if I post from a strike. Yes. Um, but I'm just like, it's not the time to take photos, but I want people to know. Yeah. You know, yes, that's another sure. good girl thing is I'm like, what is an appropriate thing to post from a strike? So, and maybe, maybe many other people are thinking the same thing. I because the so. premise of this game is strike or hike. Okay. Is this caption from... <laughs> someone's strike photo or of of a hike that they went on <laughs> i love this this is so fun okay Pre- um name by me premise by becca love that yeah. yes so a team effort okay um would you like to start sure number one is climbed a mountain and i turned around okay uh, i'm trying to think of what the other lyrics are in that song because it might relate to the strike the uh hike yeah, it's from a hike. Okay. It's, it's from my Instagram. It's from oh, I love that. <laughs> of a hike where I had a panic attack. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's right. We can talk about that another time, time, but I did have a full-blown panic attack, and my friends talk about it a lot. Oh, no. Well, Landslide's an existential song, so yeah. it's important to put it in the caption. There we go. As yeah. it turns out, I don't like heights. <laughs> <laughs> heights or hikes? Heights. Well, both. Maybe both. I prefer flat walks, but um, <laughs> heights. Long walks on the flat. Yeah. Yes. They went on like the harder part of the hike while I stayed like sort of on the mm-hmm. side of the mountain uh, and yeah. then had like a little little panini up there. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair, fair. Despite the wicked heat, loved sharing space and time with insert tagged friends here. Strike. Strike. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked heat. Mm-hmm. Space and time is such a <laughs> such a creative Performer. person. Yeah. That's so funny. I love sharing space and time. time. I love that. That's hysterical. Um, okay, this next one is just three arm flexing emojis. Oh, um, strike. 
Correct. Strikes. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like we've really we've really entered our Rosie the Riveter era. And <laughs> I, so I, don't, true. I don't know why, but I've seen that a lot on things where I'm like, <laughs> well, someone, okay, all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, because it's the solidarity. It's Union Strong. Uh, it's like the strength for Union <laughs> Strong. Girl, I did not know that. <laughs> well, that and because writers are famously famously <laughs> Yes, we're famously very well, so I think that's why in my head I was like, and it's like kind of funny. Why? Yeah, I was going to say, you're holding up a sign for a long period of time. Yeah, I do. My arms get true. tired. Basically, <laughs> wait, yeah. It's more my hands get tired because the tubes are so wide. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They have yeah. wide tubes? Yeah, they use like, um, I don't exactly know where they get these like cardboard tubes from, but they're like, oh. that they put the signs on because oh. they're always just there when you go to the I'm oh, yes, yes. like, I don't like, a, like a wooden ruler vibe. Some oh, no. are like a like a stir stick for paint. Yeah. yeah. You would think so, but no, like the pipe, signs are kinda. too, the signs are pretty big. Yeah. So they need like good support. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we have such small dating. And we show just yes. little girls. <laughs> I went to go pick up my, first time I went to go pick it, went to go pick up my shirt. And the guy in front of me, they were like, oh, what size do you think you are? And he goes, probably a small. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. No. And so immediately home, was like, have I dated you? Have I dated you? <laughs> I famously date weird little guys. It's, it's mostly just funny. And when you see a um, movie that shall not be named today, uh-huh. think of me when, guitar- when there's a guitar. Oh. That's the kind of thing that happens to me a lot. Okay. Weird little guys love to guitar at me and um i literally was like i was Uh, like oh my god i cannot believe you just said that and then i was like i'll just take a small (laughs) (laughs) actually that's just the size i am i'm just i would just like a small i would like a small please thank you (laughs) please just a small (laughs) um but he went awesome but the way also when men pretend like they have no idea what size shirt they are that's the funniest thing they're like I have no idea. I've never gotten dressed before. Yeah. What size shirt do I wear? <laughs> I don't know physics. My mom yeah. buys me these. Yes, they come, they just no kind of come in the mail. They're like, I never checked. I've never, so I nev- funny. I've never kind of thought about that. What size shirt do I wear? Yeah. But I don't know. Probably small. Just a little guy. I think it's because they all <laughs> buy like 700 sizes too big. And then yeah. their <laughs> actual size, they're like, I have no idea. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. They'll be so tiny in the bed. Yeah. Do you have an 8XL? And you're like, what? <laughs> At the big and tall store on 5'7". <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, um, you know Paul Bunyan? Whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. he wears. <laughs> Whatever he got, same. Oh, the mythical Paul Bunyan? Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. figure that out for you. Okay. Um, oh, so just, yeah, three flexing emojis. You got it right. It was just strike. Okay. Um, what has been said is more true now? Oh. I feel like that was strike right after all those articles with the deadline thing came out. Or that's like a nature book. It's like a quote from a nature book. But I'm going to go with strike. It is hike. It is specifically two people in love hiking. And then they got their like, engagement photos taken up at the top of a mountain in Yosemite. Is that a song or something? What is yeah. more true now? Oh, maybe. I don't know. It feels that's like all a quoted. lyric. But it feels mm-hmm. like a lyric that you use because you think you're deep. And you're like, just say you yeah. said yes. Yes. <laughs> Just go with you're the engaged. average one. We yeah. get it. Like, you're just an engaged little guy. Exactly. You're just an engaged <laughs> little guy. Don't try to be more oh, unique. Oh, it's probably an engagement ring. I'm just like an engaged yeah. little guy. <laughs> oh, I hate when men talk and like baby talk. I don't know why. That's so funny. <laughs> just a little guy. <laughs> okay. The and next one is we are here! Exclamation point. Strike. Yeah. 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 Correct. Feels like something you're like, I want everybody to know. We're mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. We're here. We came. We're here. Yeah. Um, okay. Renewal is essential in the creative arts. 
Strike, right? Strike, what if that yeah. Was okay. hike? I, I know, know, but I feel like people are like, renewal. I'm, I'm renewing, yes. and like, I know the people that would be like, there's crystals in my bra. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm creative and I'm renewing myself. For a second, mm-hmm. I was like, it could be. It could be, be hike. hike, possibly. Um, I will say this was specifically Juan Carlo Esposito, and okay. he posted this like whole thing, and then like one of his earliest headshots, and someone's like, dude, please don't post this. We all thought you were dead. <laughs> That's and he's so just like, funny. He's just like sag strong. Oh <laughs> it's like about gosh. this whole thing about like being an artist. That's hilarious. We love you, Juan Carlo. We're glad like, you're not oh, dead. Good for you. <laughs> good for so you. Um, and then last but not least, I love making memories with this crew. <sighs> crew makes me feel like strike, but not even because that's like a entertainment turn, just because I feel like people talk like that. Is that a nice gender weird? neutral group hang yeah like crew with my crew, crew. um i'm gonna say hike though you're correct hike. yeah nice and it Nailed was it. So it was a mother and it was her actual family oh i just kind of trolled through scrolled um yeah. through yosemite's tagged photos to get most That's of these so funny. and um i was like that's your whole family well, i love when you call it this like this is casual group of people hang out with them like your own children <laughs> we love to do that now on social media instead of just being like here's my family it's like um crew or like uh my little family yeah, or like yeah. my small it's so funny the gang lo- the gang's yeah, the back gang, together the there's a, i've been watching the the quarterback on netflix and mm-hmm. kirk cousins i was on his instagram page and he calls his wife the good lady and i'm like is there something here what's happening <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> it's like we're trying so hard for nicknames and i'm like we could just the we could just do lady. the normal ones a what's fun fact about kirk cousins is that my, his wife is my second cousin <gasps> really? oh my gosh so his little lady, or no. what was it? Beautiful lady. The good lady. The good lady, the good lady is your second cousin. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't like know her. Can you get her on the podcast? <laughs> she does feel like a good girl. Really? <gasps> she absolutely. They Ooh. are like my favorite couple. She does seem like a good girl. Well, we don't really yeah. know her, but my sister has been in contact with her because you should get they have her. a baby the same age, and they. I think are similar and they used to live in DC. You should 100% stroll on her Instagram page Mm -hmm. if you haven't already and you should get her on here as your cousin. She genuinely is the epitome of a good girl in my head. absolutely never heard of me but that (laughs) doesn't mean I can't reach out. Well I think but you you have a oh sorry go ahead. I was gonna say between your second cousinhood and a Vanessa Jackson request. I yeah, think we have some poll true. here. Yeah, yeah let's both DM her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's get group. Let's I get think group. Uh, let's get the do group. You, do you have a blue check? No. Uh, <laughs> I bet you I could get one no, if you wanted one. Probably. Yeah. But it's I don't have like 10,000 followers. I feel like it's a, unless, do you guys have blue checks? Um, no. no. But I'm not okay. like important. I, I always <laughs> think it's, it looks embarrassing. No offense to mm. anybody who does. If you have less than like, a K after you're following mm-hmm. and get a blue check. Like yeah. I have four thousand followers. Yeah, I don't need a blue check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of my it's friends has a blue check, but she's a journalist and she okay, posts see a lot that, of journalism. Okay, that matters because you're trying to show yeah. people that you're verified. Mm-hmm. My sister has one on Twitter, and it's it's. Yeah. Famously, my sister doesn't. Mm. She still doesn't. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's Which interesting. It's interesting because I mean, people don't pose. But and she's been like, I thought she was like kind of like impersonated at one point. Yeah. Well, who's yeah. your sister? Um, who's my sister? Um, she is Samantha King. Follow her on Twitter. Um, she is an animator at Disney. Who that and she's basically also in a labor struggle. She's in Tag, the animation guild. Oh, yeah. But they just had their own labor struggle. Yeah. And she was like a community organizer. Oh, good for at you. At Disney. Yeah. Wait, I is there something eldest daughter about 
like being in charge of a guild because yes. my sister <laughs> my sister was the guild representative or whatever she's absolutely that's again, so funny my actually my sister has um deemed herself our fact checker because oh. yeah i talked about how every time i say something she's like that's actually not true like she's definitely gonna be like kirk cousins is not our second cousin's husband he's our first cousin <laughs> once removed like that's what's wait, wait, gonna happen so his last name is cousins yeah and so oh we that's the cousin's cousin that's the, the only cousin. reason <gasps> that's the only reason i like if i saw him on the street i have no idea yeah. what he looks like no idea what he looks like but the fact that his last name is cousins has helped me remember that he's that's, kind of my cousin that's so <laughs> funny can you please dm her and then can i just come sit that sounds so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just come sit? Yeah, that's She's like, are you part of the podcast? For. I'm like, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, we had secret listeners just sit in that chair. So, yeah. That would be amazing. People bring People out I think she would do it. I, I believe you could get her. I do they really want New York? Callie Curry on this podcast. No. I love Callie Curry. And mm-hmm. I listened to her on a Bachelor podcast. And... Um, she used to, I think, live in Brooklyn Heights <laughs> because Ooh. people, like, somebody saw her one time and then they moved back to Dallas. I'm Aww. like, how am I supposed to get my in with all of these <laughs> wives do I do of it? famous athletes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll try, I'll try Kirk Cousins' wife. Try the good, it. The good wife. The good, the good lady. lady. Yeah. The we good love lady. you. I think her name is Julie. So we love you, Julie. That and what so if it's funny. not? <laughs> I think that actually sounds right. It is? Okay. Yeah. Or J- Julia? Julia. Julia. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. The good lady. We love lady. lady. Watch her be like, that's not what he calls me. <laughs> um, We're so, so funny. The oh funniest girls in the world. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, for making this podcast for you. Honestly, like, I would, we would thank you for listening, but you're welcome for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah welcome you're for so recording. welcome for listening. Yeah. And actually, we're like extremely busy being the three funniest people in the world. Yeah, I mean, you are. Busy. Oh, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> no, but I mean, Vanessa is actually booked and busy. Booked and Sid busy. and I no. are being facetious. I'm no. booked. I'm, I'm reading a book, and that makes me busy. <laughs> I'm writing a book, and that makes me busy. Yes. Ooh, okay. Well, see, we... We could have a whole other conversation <laughs> on motivating myself to do that instead of all the other I things think, that I yeah. can. I think on my not letting list. you edit it this, edit that out of this podcast is going to motivate you. I'm not going to let you edit it out. There we go. Everyone, I'm writing a book. She's writing a book. And please DM me to ask me when it's going to come out. Yes. <laughs> that I'm only motivated by others. <laughs> so yeah. we like need external motivation, validation, whatever motivation needed. Yeah. yeah. Needed. Absolutely. Needed. needed. A deadline. I need an external deadline. So yeah, you're you're not to bring it back, but you're like without deadline right now. Does that feel yeah. freaky? Oh you're, yeah. You're without the tightest deadline, like famously the tightest deadline. Right. It does industry. in a weird way. It's like, what do I do with I when I just can write just for without being like, okay, this is gonna be on or I have to do this. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Even just this last weekend, because people were saying, but SNL would have been off right now, but like Barbenheimer would have been huge. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Us. Yeah. Totally. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. And the submarine. Yeah. Oh, Submersible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Submersi- I know. I don't, I don't, I, I not a submarine. I don't Get know it. the difference. I've uh, never heard anybody say One is sketchy submersible and well. one is now, now I know if somebody ever yeah. says we have a submersible, I'll be like, absolutely don't not. Don't get on it. No, no, no. I think I'll it's so funny. It's able to be submersed. Should it? Yes. It's yes. Like, <laughs> I think, like I you think, can't legally call it what it is. That's yeah. Sketchy. That's, so that's like when people say dermatologist tested. I'm like, I'm SAT tested. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. It's <laughs> like very, like if you ever go to Walgreens and they have all these like perfumes and stuff and it says like Jennifer Lopez's perfume and you look at the small print. It's like inspired by Jennifer Lopez's mm-hmm. perfume. Inspired, and you're like, mm. so it's yeah. not. There are. I don't remember exactly what it is, but like from an advertising perspective, there's a difference between like dermatologist recommended, dermatologist tested, 
and dermatologists like approved. Yeah. Like there's, and I don't remember which one is like better. Yeah. Because one of them is like, we did a study of a hundred dermatologists and they all said they would give it to you. But then there's other ones that are just like, yeah, we asked somebody. <laughs> Does anybody know? We like asked Dr. On the Joe street. down yeah. the street. Yeah. Is that like a side hustle if you're a dermatologist getting paid like a hundred bucks to participate in those surveys? Do you think? I wonder. I don't know. We, whenever we would do research with people, it was always hard to get doctors because they're like, I'm actually busy doing surgery, but <laughs> I don't know. Because all doctors are surgeons. Yeah, but that type of research is yeah. like there's probably like a board. Like I bet like Johnson & Johnson has like a dermatology board of like people. Oh, that sure, sure. sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, if you're one of those people, you could write in and let us know if we're wrong or your sister can just fact yeah. check. And you know what? We still haven't heard from a dentist, so. Yeah, we've asked multiple times for a dentist to come on this podcast. We're looking for a dentist, a dermatologist. I have a lawyer. And a book agent. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a theatrical agent. And a theatrical agent. And someone to manage us, too, as good girlies. Wait, a dentist or what? Well, we, I don't even remember why we were talking about dentistry. Um, we were like, talking about dental anxiety or something. Oh. We had a question related to flossing. Okay. Because we did remember. get a glossary entry from it was, it was like was a water pick. I think it was something related to the water pick and like cavities. Oh. Yeah. And what other types of people do you need? Well, now dermatologists because okay. we have to ask we them about that. this. And, and then um, I'd like a literary agent for personal reasons. Yes. And I'd that. like a theatrical agent for personal reasons. Do you, is, there, is there anyone you'd <laughs> like to request? I was trying to think of if I knew anyone. We could get you in contact and with somebody if you want to ask just, yeah. just Kirk Cousins' wife. <laughs> just we Kirk Cousins' just wife. And, and we need Kirk Cousins' wife. We need Kirk and then, Cousins' And then Pottery wife. Studio recommendations. <laughs> yeah, Pottery Studio recommendations. This isn't even my podcast, and I want to figure out a way for you to get Kirk Cousins' wife. I'm actually about to confirm her name. Please. I genuinely, I would be shocked if you could not get also like, her. Also, she would love this podcast. And yeah, Julie. Yeah. Julie. There okay, you go. so she was Julie Hampton. My middle name is Hampton. It was my grandmother's maiden. Okay, name. see, that's, that's actually so close. We're getting her on this podcast. Should I DM her and be like, "So I've been thinking about naming a child Hampton. Will you come on my podcast?" I mean, <laughs> hey, cuz, just well, say hey, cuz. Has cause. anyone ever called you Hammy? First question and second question. <laughs> that's, so, I mean, that's a fear. I, that's a specific fear I have. I'd like to name a child Hampton, but I don't want people to oh, call him Hammy. That's coming absolutely. First grade through eighth grade, they're gonna mm. get called Hammy. What if we just strong arm it? What if it's like, <laughs> I'm Hampton, no nicknames. Yeah, but no then, nicknames. But My mommy gonna... says I can't have a nickname. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're gonna, I was like, but if you're going to have a good kid or maybe you're going to have a bad kid, bad, yeah. bad girl gone bad. Oh my God, if I have a bad, bad kid, girl bad. that'll ruin me. I know. It's so It's for another podcast. I have so frequently on this podcast been like, well, we can talk about parenting on another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, another day, another dollar. I'm like, I actually could talk about this for hours. So (laughs) some other time. I've actually never been leaning farther back in my life. Sid (laughs) Sid heard me mention that I might have a baby in the future. And she's like backing out as far away as possible. Don't get it on me. Don't, baby. I don't Don't want babies. Please don't. Don't. About do baby not tonight. give me your baby fever. Do not. Do not. It's <laughs> contagious. It's contagious. Uh, it's really scary. There's no scary. cure except for baby. <laughs> I don't know. Some people get dogs and then they're good for a while. No. Uh, I don't like dogs though. So my roommate's like dog never. just ate my trash. Ew. And I'm like, if that dog passes away because it ate my trash. Yeah. I'm really stressed about it. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you so much for coming. On the yeah, podcast. thank you for having me. Um, well, the last thing we do is we pass the offertory plate, which okay. is your opportunity to plug yourself and tell people where to follow you, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I love that. Okay, you can find me 
on all socials at very Vanessa, two ends and Vanessa. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to plug right now. Love it. Right. Uh, yeah. You might be on Fun in Moderation. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. August 23rd at yeah. Caveat. I am. I'm very excited about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. Our last show, Becca was there. It was a hoot and a half. It Yay. was a hoot and a half. It was really fun. Oh, I love yeah. hoot and a half. I, I, it doesn't suck. And I'm really, I don't say that lightly. Good. Yeah, I we're a pretty good caveat, team. caveat, though. That's like one of my suck. favorite places to Caveat's the vibe, yeah. yeah. If you would like to say this with us, we normally say Jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet. That's how we end every episode. That's awesome. Thank um, you. But I think today, we also have mugs. We also have, we have a mug. Perfect. And crop tops. We love a mug and crop tops. That's so fun. Isn't that fun? I yeah. believe the only person other than me who has bought the mug is my cousin's wife. Wait, where do you buy it? Um, well, yeah, you can buy our merch, people. Yeah, I buy it. Um, I like that. Uh, you can buy it on Shopify. our Shopify. It's in it's our link. It's in our link tree. Okay. It's in our link tree. Um, yeah, I we have little crop that. tops. But I think today we're going to end the episode with Jesus wouldn't scab on the internet. Yes, that's so true. Because Jesus wouldn't scab. He wouldn't no. scab. He would not. He would well, not. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, unless he's like, no, unless it's about no, me. You know what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait a second. Jesus wouldn't scab because Jesus was famously like not that into rich people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus that's would true. absolutely he not would be on the side of the AMP. He would support. Yeah. Yeah. He would support the like the working people. Um. He I mean, not to be like, this is what Jesus, Jesus would do. Jesus is union strong. <laughs> because I'm an expert and I'm in a should make bracelets called What Would Jesus Do? That's never been done before. That's never, <laughs> never done that before. WWJD? That could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I did when I... When I first made the TikTok about uh, the Jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet yeah. thing, I was like, what would Jesus do? I don't know, but not that. <laughs> like, Never that. I've had that thought so many times. I'm like, what would Jesus do? I don't know. Maybe not have a weird youth group game where somebody has to swallow a live goldfish. <laughs> like, I can tell you a lot of things that Jesus would not do. That's so true. That's a real thing that happened at oh my, my youth group gosh. and my sister. They did there. the grossest things at youth group. Youth group the is Or they just like, they're like, dodgeball. That's Christianly. Yeah. yeah. Just throw balls. Yeah. Jesus yeah. wouldn't throw balls at little girls heads truly yeah that's very true and they definitely wouldn't like shame me for falling asleep at the lock-in sorry i'm a very busy girl and i wanted to <laughs> yeah. fall asleep like it, it's not illegal like jesus wouldn't be like oh you fell asleep during airbud we get to draw stuff on your face truly i did make you a tiktok know. about lock-ins and i was like what would jesus do like probably not you know like run through the sanctuary yeah. and like play hide and seek and not make you that. play games and yeah. eat until you throw up and stuff and somebody commented and they were like i'm actually jesus would have been playing with the children so uh, you're wrong. Wait, and no I was question. like, yeah, but some of the children didn't like those games. Yes, you're a lot of us did not. He wouldn't. He would be hanging out with those of us in the corner who were like, <laughs> I don't dodgeball. I don't like these games. One hundred percent. Literally, I was always like, can you drop me off after the game? Yeah, yeah they I don't. Well, I want to like, worship. Yeah, I want to yeah. worship, and I want to go to bed. I want to sing, and I want to hear the lesson, and then I want to go. 100%. I would learn a little dance. I would have loved to learn a little dance. Yes, yeah. I love a little dance. I love a little dance. They should have had a breakout room for people who wanted to dance. <laughs> <laughs> at my church that I start. Yes. <laughs> wow, I'm actually. I am the Lord of the depths, says he. Yes. Oh, oh my dance, gosh. Dance, wherever oh you may be. Oh my That's at the youth group, lock and so may it be. <laughs> I probably made up a dance at a lock in. Oh my real. gosh. I would have loved to, but instead they were like, we're going to watch The Matrix. And I'm like, oh, watch The Matrix? Maybe not The Matrix, but I remember being like, this is so sci-fi. Jesus wasn't into sci-fi. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a lie. You're like, what is happening? We did go to a haunted house at a lock-in. And I was oh, like, they always did that. And I I'm like, that know. is sc scary. But they like drove. It wasn't yeah. like we did one of those fun Christian haunted houses. I yeah. would love to go to one of those. It's like sex, <laughs> drugs, <laughs> rock and roll. And Not the, the ghost. <laughs> That's and amazing. Roll. And, and like, roll. And 
and those are the ghosts or whatever. But yeah, I think they went to a haunted corn maze. I didn't go. <laughs> we did do a corn maze. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like when you think about it, it's like churches were just trying to like find safe spaces for people to hang out, and like that's great. Which I but respect. Also, but yeah. some people don't like those games. Yeah, but no, I, I didn't agree. have any. And fun. We don't like to be scared. But I didn't have any fun, and then I, I don't want to put my head on a baseball bat and run around in circles <laughs> and get dizzy. No, I don't thank want that. you. No, they played a game once where people ate Cheerios out of somebody else's mouth. Oh yeah. <gasps> oh wait, real question: What did Jesus do, Chubby Bunny? No, that was also a game <laughs> that I think churches just low key pretend that they never did. I that's <laughs> a, a childhood that we did that show every Sunday almost was Chubby Bunny, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's reports of like kids dying, and they were just like, "No, we never did that." What? <laughs> what are you <laughs> like, talking about? We absolutely did. They're like, "No, no, 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 don't talk about that." Like we, I, I knew the Heimlich. So yes, I think churches invented <laughs> Chubby Bunny. Now that I think about <laughs> it, youth groups absolutely. It was some pastor in flip flops. Absolutely. Yeah. We at one point had one of those like hamster, like the blow up hamster things that <gasps> you could like run around in. They had that at my youth group, and that was like part of one of the games that we would play. That's you know so what youth funny. group is? Youth group is just that portion of gym where you're on those scooters, <laughs> yes. and yes. like your fingers are gonna get banged up, and like maybe it's like some kids take it very seriously; they're very slow. Some kids are just like, "What's the technique I can do?" And other kids are just like really rambunctious. Like I think that actually harnesses the exact energy of youth groups so 100%. if you've never been in a youth group and, but you've been on a little scooter yeah yeah you know exactly what you say vibes yeah. same vibes yeah or if age. you're unathletic and then you're forced mm-hmm. to do athletic endeavors in front <laughs> yeah. of your crush because i always had a youth group crush yes always. always and it was always the same guy that every girl had a crush on mm-hmm. and here's the thing make your youth groups or maybe not i was gonna say you know what youth group didn't fulfill me so i went and joined community theater and then i met gay people and that was my downfall <laughs> so you know like so maybe not <laughs> so next time maybe Maybe have little dances at the youth yeah. group. Let let the girls do little dances. Met, uh, sorry, let the girlies. I was just. Oh I meant gosh. to say girlies. Let the girlies do little dances because if not, they're gonna turn to a life of community theater. And then you see how I turned out. There we go. You see how Sid turned out. Talking about birth control on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let the girls dance. Let the girls dance. All right. I think we must end it there. Yeah. <laughs> we ended the podcast 25 minutes ago. Jesus, Jesus wouldn't scab on the internet. And neither should you. And neither should you. Yes. I need a fine life. Carry in the banner through it all. Yeah. Ain't it a fine life? Carry in the banner tough and tall. I'll end there. Okay. It's time to go. Thanks, Thanks Vanessa. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me, Becca Stevenson, at the Becca Stevenson on Instagram and at the real underscore Becca on TikTok and Twitter. You can find me, Sid King, at Sid period the period King on Instagram. And you can find us, the Good Girls Gone Sad, at Good Girls Gone Sad on Instagram and TikTok. You can also email us at goodgirlsgonesad at gmail.com. If you would like to submit a glossary submission, you can DM it to us on Instagram or send it through by email. Also, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will mail you a sticker and a matchbook. If you DM it to us on Instagram, just have to give us your address. Five-star reviews only, please. Also, don't forget, if you want to drink your morning coffee out of a mug that says Jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet, you can do that with our merch, which you can find via our link tree. We would also like to thank Emery Bergman for our amazing logo and Luke Lima for our amazing intro and outro music. All right, there's only one thing left to say. Jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet. Bye. Oh no, okay.